Welcome to Author Express. Thanks for checking us out. This is the podcast where you give us 15 minutes of your time and we give you a chance to hear the voice behind the pages and get to know some of your favorite writers in a new light. I'm one of your hosts, Kathleen Basie. I'm an award-winning musical composer, a feature writer, essayist, and of course, storyteller. Let me tell you a little bit about today's guest. Christy Lee Babarat is an award-winning women's fiction author and poetess of seven books. Reviewers have remarked on the vivid descriptions and compelling messages of Christy Lee Babarat's writing. Christy Lee is known for writing from the heart and a place of deep vulnerability, which has connected her with her readers, who she is so grateful for. Covering themes including relationship dynamics and the spiritual belief that our loved ones who have passed on are still with us, Christy Lee's books are all about love and living our lives with lots of soul. Welcome, Christy Lee, to Author Express. Thank you so much for having me. So let's start by just getting to know you a little bit. Tell me, what's the most interesting thing about where you live? I would say that the most interesting thing about where I live is the diversity of options. So I live about 40, 45 minutes outside of New York City, and then about an hour away from the farms and the wineries of the Hamptons. There's lots of arts and culture, 15 minutes away from the beach. So you can get the small town feel, the country, the land, and the city all pretty close (laughs) to where I live. That's pretty amazing. Uh, That is a pretty good diversity, I have to say. Do you have a favorite among those? My favorite among those would definitely be the beach. <laughs> I mean, I do. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I do like seeing shows in New York City and I like New York City at Christmas time. But that's about mm-hmm. it. Then then I just want to be at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I have always wanted to go see a show in New York and I have not managed to do that. But I live a long ways away. <laughs> it's, it's an experience. It's definitely an experience. <laughs> Well, good for you for taking advantage of everything that is around you. Thank you. So tell me, how would one of your siblings describe you when you were a child? So I have an older brother, and I guess he would describe me as maybe a little bit bossy. Maybe that's a (laughs) sister kind of thing. Growing up, wanting to be like him and also uh, just, uh, I don't know acting bigger than I am, <laughs> just like little act. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess that would be how he would describe me, but we get along very well. That's good. <laughs> that's, that's very good. Yeah. And so then tell me if you could live anywhere in the world that was not one hour from New York and, or however much, however much it was from the beach and from New York city, if you could live anywhere else besides where you are now, where would it be and why? That's a very good question. Um, I don't know if I, I could decide. I, um, I had an uncle out in Wyoming and I love the, and I went to school in Kansas. So I like a lot of uh, the Midwest and Western landscape in a lot of ways. The open land, we have open land, you know, out East here, but it's not the same. It's contained. <laughs> so I definitely, I love the open land and Uh, horses and all of that. So definitely out west, I'd say. Yes, you're out. You're you're speaking my language now because that's where I live is out here in the Midwest, not very far from Kansas, actually. And we we have a joke um, in my family about an aunt who um, the first time 
she flew to the Midwest, she said, oh, I just figured that we were going to be there just as soon as because we went past Chicago and then I figured we'd be there. And it just kept coming and coming and coming. And there's just a lot of land out here. Yeah, no, exactly. It's it's very different. And it's very different going from where I went to school in Kansas and then coming back to New York. Like it's much slower in Kansas. And it's it's just it's very different, the lifestyle. And it does appeal to me. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite memories was going coming home from Wichita, mm -hmm. Kansas. I had, we were coming home at sunset and there was a 360 degree sunset, what I've, which I've never seen anywhere else because even where I am, uh, you know, a few hours east of there, there's a lot more up and down in the hills. And so you don't have the full horizon at all times. It was glorious out there. That, that sunset is one of my primary memories. Well, that's, that's exactly what stood out to me as well. It really is the landscape and it's the big sky and it's definitely, um, definitely something that captured my heart and writing poetry and everything. It definitely, definitely a beautiful place. Yes. Well, let's take a minute. Talk, talk to me for just a minute about poetry, because although we're going to be talking about a novel today, you are a poet as well. Yes, I, I love writing poetry. I think it incorporates my love for music, the combination of music and words. So that's definitely been something that's very fluid that comes to me. That's lovely. So tell us about your book, As the Winds Change. Where is it set? And, you know, we've been talking about where you are now, where you went to school. So where is this book set and what's the importance of that to the book? So this book is set on Long Island, where I'm from. And it was written very personally. It's a fictional story, but it was written very personal. So I do capture in the story the feelings I had, maybe still have a little bit of Long Island and sometimes feeling constricted at the same time, even with all the options. So it's, it incorporates those emotions and finding one's place in life. So the Long Island itself, and those those emotions that come up the conflicted the conflicted emotions is definitely the landscape is definitely a big part of it because where i live too it's more city it's more congested more confined than out east where you hear about the hamptons and everything the farmlands and everything so the landscape definitely and she's driving toward the hamptons for her job so it's definitely a big part of the story a character in itself really Hmm. Those are always nice books when you've got the, when, when things are that important and that intrinsic to the book that you feel like you're there. Yeah. That's what I hope my readers feel. So what part of the book um, sticks with you the most strongly after, you know, having written it, edited it, published it, sent it out into the world? What's, what comes back to you and sticks with you now? Um, that's a great question. I would say that, uh, the idea of closure, because I loosely based it off of a real relationship. So the big part of the story is that a lot of times you don't get closure and you have to kind of spin the relationship to see like what was of value and what meant a lot to you and what stays with you. So I would say that just that that idea of closure and realizing that everybody comes into your life for a reason and it does mean something and you have to you have to you have to kind of find it on your own 
in a lot of ways. That's a really beautiful thing. Is there a particular character in the story that uh, that you resonate with the most closely? I would say April because because this was my first novel. Like I said, I I based it a lot off of my own feelings and the transition in life, like from high school to college. She's in her early twenties, so she's it's after she's already graduated college but that point where you um you don't you really don't feel like you fit in with your peers if you're not following the same trajectory as them so i think that 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 definitely is a big big part of it just um her finding herself in the isolated feelings and just uh assessing your relationships and seeing the value in them even if you don't get the closure from the specific individual. And my belief, as I, I wrote to you, um, my belief that our loved ones are still with us. So the character, he passes away, this, this close friend of hers passes away in the story and then comes back as a spirit, as a ghost to talk with her. So she, I mean, she has to work it out herself, but he's, he's there to talk with her and to affirm what she always believed. In a lot of ways that sounds really interesting so Thank you. let's talk about um let's talk about you as a writer more generally How, when did you first know that you wanted to be a writer i would say i wanted to be a writer pretty young it definitely started with the poetry that's how i started writing so when i was seven eight years old i was writing poetry and then it trans um it went into screenplays oh, wow. and then yeah because i had an uncle in california who encouraged me to do that so it was like a step-by-step -step process into writing an actual book <laughs> very cool so yeah poetry to screenplays and to the novel do you hope to do to continue or to ha have you published in poetry as well yes i have actually two poetry books out and I'm working on the third and I did a collaboration with my mom that was also accepted. So I have a lot of poetry books as well. So you have a deep history in your family of, of writers to draw on. Yes, I do. Yeah. Because the whole family, actually, it started with me, but my whole family is now uh, published with the company that I'm with. So they have books as wow. well. Wow. That's really impressive. It's like a family, it's like a, a whole family dynasty of publishing now. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's certainly very interesting. So is there someone in that family or in your extended group who has encouraged you the most in becoming a writer? Um, I would say both my mom and my brother. They both encouraged me very much. My mom is a retired kindergarten teacher, so she's always instilled creativity and that that freedom to just to try things and to sometimes fail. And uh, so she's been fantastic. And my brother has always been encouraging and always just believing in me that I can do more than I necessarily believe. So he's a he's a great big brother, too. That's really great. So let's um let's kind of start to wrap things up today. Um, I'm going to ask what's the one best place for people to come and find you online? The best place I would say would be um, 
Facebook at uh, author Christy Lee Babram. They can okay. find me on there. And then they'll be able to follow all the other social media channels that I'm on. Very good. So in closing, I want to ask what book or story has inspired you the most in your life? That's a great question, but I don't think I could choose just one book because every, every book that I read that I enjoy, it inspires me in a different way and stays with me. But I would have to say my brother's book, actually, In Transit Passenger, Making the Journey Matter. I find that story very inspiring, and not just because he's my brother, but because the story is, it's part memoir memoir, and part travels. So he talks about all the different places he's been to and people he's met along the way and how that's influenced him. And it's, it's about movement in general. So even if you're not able to travel, it's, it's just about staying in motion in life and taking in the small moments. And he incorporates history and art. So I would definitely say that that's, that's definitely a book that inspires me that I would read again and again, not just because he's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds really amazing. Just to think about the places that you that, that there are to see and the and for sure the, the people that you meet in those places. That's you know, something we all need. And even everyday experiences, you don't have to be going anywhere exotic or, you know, overseas to have those experiences, things happen to us every day. That's what inspires my writing as well. That's very cool. Well, thank you very much for being on with us today, Christy Lee, and we hope to hear more from you soon. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you'll take a second to give us some stars or a review on your favorite podcasting platform. We'll be back next Wednesday. And in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Author Express Podcast to see who's coming up next. Don't forget, keep it express, but keep it interesting.